So this year Rosh Hashanah is unique because there's no Shafer. At least the first day. At least the day Raisa. The day there's no Shafer. And Kiyadua, the Menchas Ani, from the Arachoner says, well-known piece. He says that every year that fell out Rosh Hashanah Shabbos was either a very Matzliach year or Chas Shalom a very not Matzliach year. I believe the year of 9-11, I believe, was Rosh Hashanah Shabbos. And he explains that... The last time Rosh Hashanah Shabbos? I don't know if it was the last time. I don't know if it was the last time, but I think that year was. I remember. I believe so. No, it happened. It happens, it happens often. It happens often. But he says every year that Rosh Hashanah Shabbos, it's Chas Shalom, there's... Or it could be very good. It could be very Matzliach year. He explains... Because the Shaifer is the Melitz Yeshur and Klal Yisrael by the Din of Rosh Hashanah. And when there's no Shaifer, so the Shabbos is Melitz Yeshur for Klal Yisrael. And then it depends on how Klal Yisrael treats Shabbos. If Klal Yisrael treats Shabbos properly, so then the Shabbos is Melitz Yeshur for Klal Yisrael. And then it's a Meredekamutzlach to Gehir. If Klal Yisrael is not acting properly towards the Shabbos, Chas Shalom, so then. It, it could be real negative things happening in the air. Basically, Shabbos is considered like the daughter of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak. And the Ben Hashem sees, is Shabbos beaten up when it comes to be Meilitz Yeshev for Klai Yisrael? Then Chas Hashem, the Ben Hashem is... Huh? It was? Okay, there you go. And the year before that was... Check if the year before that was September 11th. I think it was September 11th. Maybe 2008. But, huh? 2008 also. Either. The whole housing crash. That's, that's what he... he um, that's what he said. Take a look. I'm curious. Oh, it's Akin. So he says that if a person wants... It's a general concept. Uh, general. Generally. Every person. Every person. Their shabbos. Oh, so let's explain. The rule of the thumb is... 2011 was not your shabbos? So then maybe it wasn't that year. For some reason I remember. 2001, not 2011. 2001. Was was there Shana Shabbos? Or 2007, wasn't it? Okay, there you go. So anyway, so he, that's what he says. And the Yisrael Adavar is because a person, because the Benesham looks how Shabbos looks, and if Shabbos, Chas Hashem, looks beaten up, so then Chas Hashem, it could bring negative things to the world. So let's understand what I can do about it. Is there something that I can do <coughs> from a Shabbos perspective? What can I do to... For myself. So Chaim wants to know, I can't fix the world. So we actually discussed it in one of our shurim this week that it's not your job to fix the world. If it's something you can't do anything about, then it's not your achrais. Your job is to do what you could do something about. So therefore, when a person it wants to approach Rosh Hashanah Shabbos, the first place to look is how a person treats Shabbos. And really there are two aspects to it. There's Kavid and Oinik Shabbos, which are positive attributes of Shabbos. And then there's Chil Shabbos, the negative attributes that go together with Shabbos. There's the Zachar Esyem Shabbos, and there's the Shamar Esyem Shabbos. So really, these are two ways for a person. Now, 
Generally speaking, when a person, you know, today's generation, we like to understand things. It's very difficult for us to do things if we don't understand it. So if we would think about it a little bit from a Zachar perspective, it would be much easier for us to approach a Shamar perspective. I mean, if we look for a place to enhance the positive aspects of Shabbos, it will, come, it will be much easier for us to be able to be, give more chizik to the negative aspects of Shabbos. Meaning, the negative aspects of Shabbos means a person has to treat Shabbos seriously, which is difficult to treat Shabbos seriously. There's a lot of melachas, a lot of things. But if a person gives a positive chashivas to Shabbos, then it becomes much easier for a person to treat Shabbos seriously in the sense of, of uh, guarding from melachas, trying to make sure you don't talk about things you shouldn't be talking about, etc., on Shabbos. So if we for, turn our focus to try to promote the chashivas of Shabbos and try to make some sort of chizik in that inyan, it will become automatically, it will automatically spill over the way we treat Malachas Shabbos and the credence and the chashivas that we give to Shabbos. So this is the hakdama. If we understand that the name of the game in Rosh, uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah Tavshin Pei Dalad is uh, Shabbos, try to be mechazik in Shabbos, one of the concepts then Bez Hashem, it will spill over to be able to be Zeicha to Eshnas, Geula, Yeshua. So to continue what we were discussing yesterday, we were talking about Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos, why there's no Shaifer. So really, we have to understand what's going on. The concept of Malchus and Rosh Hashanah we discussed in the Halacha Shir, that really Rosh Hashanah has very minimal mitzvahs. From a mitzvah's perspective, it's very minimal. And the reason is because that's not the objective of the day at all. Mitzvahs can sometimes be a distraction. For example, Shabbos. It's a perfect example. Shabbos has very minimal mitzvahs from a Shabbos perspective. I mean, there's Zohar, Shomer. But specific mitzvahs of Shabbos are not benimtza. And the reason is because Shabbos is, that would be a distraction from the essence of Shabbos. Shabbos is Yoyim HaYishalach Baruch It's a day of the Rabbi Yishalach. And therefore... A mitzvah would be a distraction. You're, you're supposed to be enamored. You're supposed to be enveloped with, with being busy with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, unfortunately, people don't do that. But that doesn't take away what the essence of Shabbos is. So therefore, Shabbos is a menucha. Shabbos, there's no distractions. It's simply, so we can't call a mitzvah a distraction, but HaKaponim, it's focused on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rosh Hashanah is a similar concept. Rosh Hashanah is a day that's supposed to be focused on Malchus Hashem. What does Malchus Hashem mean? So we explain... A person goes through life. He has a desire. His, their, sometimes his wife has a desire. Sometimes their Banishlam has a desire. And the question is how those, all those desires synchronize. How do they work together? Chazal say a nusach. Batel There's such a concept. There's a nusach in Rashi. In Vahavta. Kabbalah Samach HaShemayim. Rashi says, Rashi brings a pshat. Your heart should not disagree with the Rabbi Nishlam. It's a very, very powerful concept. First of all, it means that the Rabbi Nishlam does something to you, that you're not happy about. Your heart doesn't disagree with the Rabbi Nishlam. Of course, it's painful, but you're not, you're not back and forth. You're, there's the Rabbi Nishlam on Zehu. That's one concept of B'cholav which again is an essence of Kabbalah's Malchus Shemaim. It's actually interesting because the Gemara in Kedushin, for those that learn in Dafyayim, it's a Gemara in Kedushin. And for those that are not learn in Dafyayim, it's also a Gemara in Kedushin. The Gemara Kedushin says that the greatest form of Kibbutz Avayim, no, who's learning Kedushin? What's the greatest form of Kibbutz Avayim? The Gemara says, 
if your father or your mother takes a purse and throws it into the ocean and you don't say anything. So the greatest form of kibbutz of the Rabbani Shalom is the Rabbani Shalom Chas Shalom takes a person's purse and throws it into the ocean and the person doesn't do anything. He, do, he doesn't say boo. Rabbani wants. That's the desire of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's the greatest form of kibbutz. This is Malchus Shemai. Malchus Shemai means I make my desire subservient to the Rabbani Shalom. That's the objective of Rosh Hashanah. The, the Yusayit of Shafer is the Yusayit of Shafer is Isairus, and it's a Malchus, it goes hand in hand. The Yusayit of Shafer is, it, there's no words to it. It's just an inner panemius statement of my subservience to the Banishal. Anybody that listens to the Shafer is tuning in to Malchus Shemayim, which is demonstrated by the Shafer. And again, we don't say words. It's the only time in the year that we, that we, I mean, sometimes we eat and we do actions, but it's the only time in the year that we're technically doing something with our mouth. But we're not saying anything. We're just making a sound. And the Yisrael Adavar is because it's all-encompassing. It's not about a specific area. I'm thanking the Meshachim for this. Thank you the Meshachim for that. It's a general idea that I'm the Kabbal Malchus Shemayim. And that's the schos that will give a person a Ksivach When a person tries to make his desire subservient to their Banishlam's desire. Now, is it going to last the whole year? Probably not. But that's what Roshan is. I'm here. To be mevatel my my ideas and my desires and my wants and my whims to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. On a regular day, we do it with Shafer. When it comes Shabbos, Shabbos inherently is that, like we said before, Shabbos is a day without mitzvahs. Shabbos is supposed to be is inherently supposed to be Yaimay Shalak Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's a day that's Miyuchet to the Rebbeinu Shalom. Chafatzecha Asurim, Chafte Shemayim Mutarim. Person has to be busy with the Chafatzim. Of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, not with Malacha. Chazal say, "Tkiyas Shefer Chachma Ve'ina Malacha." The essence of Tkiyas Shefer is a Chachma. It's not a Malacha. It's not something. Eh, it's something more. There's more to say about what the essence of a Malacha, but that's the concept. Tkiyas Shefer is something that's removed from the concept of Malacha. It's Chachma. It's an intellectual action that a person is doing. When it comes to the Yom Tov, when it comes to Shabbos, not Yom Tov, the essence of Shabbos is. Subservience to the Rabbi Shalom without any specific action. It's a general menucha. Ba Shabbos, ba menucha, it's a general statement that I'm a Shabbat to the Rabbi Shalom. I'm not busy with my Ishtadlis. Yom Tov, you're allowed to do certain forms of Ishtadlis that I cook, etc. It's things you're allowed to do. Shabbos is Shabbos. Everything stops. The essence of Shabbos, of course, Chazal, were Geyser, Tkia Shafer for a reason. But the essence of Shabbos is the Yisoid of what Tkia Shafer is supposed to do. To make a person tuned in to Malchus Shemayim, which is what Rosh Hashanah is. And therefore, when Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, the more a person tries to internalize the concept of the Yom HaShvi'in Isala, the Yashav Al-Kisei the Rebbein Shalom has an aliyah, so to speak, on Yom HaShabbos. The Shalom is Meilich on the world in an open way, if we can see it. On Shabbos, when a person tries to shtaltzut to that from a practical perspective, to feel that he is subservient to the Rebbein Shalom and thereby try to a little bit tune into the Chafetzim of the Rebbein Shalom as opposed to our own Chafetzim that's the objective Be'ezer Hashem of the Yom HaMalucha of Rosh Hashanah and in the Schos that we try a little bit to make a move to try to make ourselves subservient not to what the neighbor says or the boss or the client or the world but rather to what the Rebbein Shalom says that's Kabbalah's Malchus Shemayim, and Be'ez HaShem and that's Chos. The Rebbein Shalom will give us a year of Bracha and Atzlacha, Bruch Nius Vigashmias, a year of Lakaina Avad of Badin, a year that will be Zeicha to be Eilin Avaydis HaShem, 
Asana Mishpachis, La'irich Yom Toivim, Amen.